without origins, who sells temporal objects in the light of non-essential thinking. In his lecture given at the Vienna Kulturbund in May, 10th of May 1935, Husserl spoke of the, quote, the crisis as a pathological sickness of which the dominant characteristic is a fall into passivity. However, in birth, at this end of quote, however, in, the, in birth, in early uh, object-oriented study, uh, studies, and the late philosophical historicist, uh, uh, Husserl's word, or the theological sense, it, um, in both cases, Husserl wanted to find an answer to the question of the lost contact of people with the sense of their activities, of their mode of knowledge. In this loss is an answer to Husserl's search for essences is also found. The subject is not the matter of biological origins or transcendental consciousness. It is a matter of individuation, which includes both imperfection and intention to strive towards perfection. Early Husserl is looking for origins as essences as they appear with temporal, temporal objects. Late Husserl, realizing that the question of Lebensfeld, mathematization of everyday life, is an, uh, another answer to this question. Intentionality still remains a, as a crucial question of phenomenology. However, Awareness of the intentional act, act does not require grasping a mode of presentation, but what is presented. For example, while reading a book, uh, a reader is not always interested in the style of writing, but in the ongoing, engaging story told in a book, and the reader is not always maintains any relationship to the author of the book, which separates the subject further from the object. This is the first reason that on the ground of intersubjectivity, knowledge is passed from one subject to another without having a particular need to study fundamentals. If phenomenology is about grasping of essences and putting them back into the existence, and uh, it is impossible to put essences back literally as they are changing and the subject is connected to the world, uh, 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 to this world through this alterity. It is possible to say subjects are constantly changing while rediscovering essences rather than discovering them. Also, it is not only the subject is changing, but the object is also changing, and even the most physically solid objects are also changing. The mountain, for example, is changing, and the mountain view is changing depending on the sunshine and weather. Another question is all... Uh, uh, as it is known that objects start with, as far as I, I and I believe, that objects start with giving the name to objects, such as the river, and uh, our worldview is formed according to this stipulation. And the rediscovery then is always a reconstruction of the changes that place uh, in the process of Rückfrage, Husserl's term, uh, 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 backward inquiry, return inquiry. And it's always ending up in assembling uh, lost objects. The individuation takes place outside of the origins, and in the way, uh, 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 in the way of the return to a primal impulse and to strive to grasp the lost, uh, uh, the lost subject. It may happen uh, consciously for some with no consciousness for others. 
For philosophy, it is important to be conscious of the situation without leaving out the unconscious element, which is the other most of the times. In everyday life, while encountering different things in order to find answers in our times, posed by the objects, one, does, one goes to sp spaces of knowledge, what I call now uh, proliferated uh, search engines. Um, search engines are spa uh, in a space highly technologized no uh, knowledge of everyday life. Knowledge of the world, st starting from the search for the best cosmetic for the great looking skin, to the highly complex philosophical ideas such as transcendence, are all translated in the space of search engines. In storage spaces, records of memory are in inventorized uh, in such a way and may, may be accessible by choosing a cor correct phrase from the list of words referring to these inventories, which consists of the catalog of ideas um, to choose from, and they also give the beginning to the further acts of intentionality. In these inventories, the real, in uh, uh, commas, is recited. They don't have any origins in their own and used by different subjects to restore the default in their knowledge. And these inventories play the role of, again, commas, origin. In this search for the origin, the default is restored. And the subject is constituted as non-original for the short time and almost perfect until the next restoration. The constitution of the subject depends on this restoration. The subject is separated each time even further from the object through the res restoration. How to reactivate the question uh, uh, for the world of full of objects, uh, the uh, world of proliferation of objects like ours? Passivity of subjects who live lives as a in a mathematized world is connected to the indeterminacy indeterminacy of the world itself. Objects are never determined. They are either predetermined or overdetermined. Essentially, there is no essence. The essence itself is non-essential. The relation between what is intended and what is lived is contingent experience, which is not originary, but articulated in the Husserl's word, natural attitude in the world. Techniques that are appropriated by, appropriated by objects in order to understand the world, articulate this attitude. For example, mathematics usually takes as origin the hypothesis or art starts from imagination or conception. As a result, knowledge passed to subject is, um, often can be transformed into, into one's uh, uh, own means by means of know-how. This is the reason why without having any education of numbers and words, anyone who is attracted to new media can learn how to become a hacker or even a programmer. One could perform all the function and process of uh, the information one knows without it passing across the screen of his or her, uh, her awareness. It may also be explained as essential human activity, which is knowledge translated from the brain and extended to other, other senses. The recognition of a natural attitude in a particular reality takes place in this manner. Then this natural attitude is a part of knowing of the world where subjectivity is always present. The essence is always in brackets here. In brackets, a certain origin is recited which generates other origins. This is also the reason for history to be another important notion alongside with gener uh, generative nature of meaning. 
who still uses the notion of Rückfrage, return inquiry, instead of history. At the later period, he also talks about philosophical historical idea, uh, what he also calls uh, such, uh, as, uh, as such in the teleological sense. It is how the subjective way of awareness while experiencing the world could be explained. It points to Husserl's understanding of objective, objective idealities, originally projects, uh, projections of subjects and evidently intelligible as such, are as objective idealities on the ground of intersubjectivity, transcends to subjects and potentially perceivable as without origins. For example, if Husserl initiated this project of transcendental phenomenology in order to discover the reason of the good-looking skin, perhaps phenomenology would be developed as a cosmetic phenomenology. A temporal object through retention and memory deforms the intention of consciousness. The consciousness produces quasi-objects, and uh, uh, through it is being quasi, the deformed consciousness contributes to the notion of meaning. The condition that the object and the uh, subject uh, and the object of intention, excuse me, are both quasi-objects because it is uh, because this uh, the object through and through restored and lost its connection to any origin at all. The only space where the object can be found is the inventories, a list of objects one encounters in the search engines, libraries, and elsewhere. <coughs> These cultural objects are the manifestation of memory, external image of the world. Uh, made accessible to everyone, potentially connects the one with the other and disconnects uh, the object from its previous location. Cultural objects are, in fact, objects connecting the self with the other uh, as a crucial factor of uh, intersubjectivity as far as these objects are able to constitute the thinking subject. Husserl emphasizes the ego experiences the other as already really existing in the world, as somebody who perceives the world. The ego also exists as a subject for this world. The world perceived by the self is the world also perceived by the other and accessible to others. This constitutes the objectivity of the world, which provides the possibility of intersubjectivity. The entire visible and invisible world consisting of cultural objects translated in the space of memory is accessible to everyone. In Husserl's words from Cartesian meditation, all cultural objects in uh, brackets, books, tools, works of any kind, and so forth, uh, brackets are closed, which moreover carry with them at the same time the experiential sense of theirness for everyone. The end of quote. The awareness of the mode of presentation may or may not happen, and it depends on the further interest and perhaps the question of the engagement with this mode, or maybe, as Sartre said, commitment to the, to the study further, to, uh, to the further understanding. The mode of presentation is a um, contrivance uh, an instrumentarium, an instrument, instrumentarium, to use Heidegger's word from the uh, origins uh, um, uh, question concerning technology, which is resided in the intention. The intention is usually an act which is formulated, yet the objects are quasi-objects until they are fully understood. The intention is quasi-intention, uh, but the object, because of this, there is a demand to return back to the point of intention, like from the intention to the object and back to the intention again. Every understanding, then, neither motivated by correlation nor by the immediate perception, but by acting out the intention. Acting out decisively defies the objective and subjective intention. Uh, 
um, and instead it is transpositional, a term epitomized by uh, Algirdas Kramas, lexicographer, uh, and it explains as translating the object and the subject into the repertoire of understanding without privileging any of them, and it is an act of assembling, like a list are made in the alphabetical order which works at the starting point of any work. In other words, the directedness of the consciousness towards objects is not defined by the relation, uh, relationality or immediacy, but, but by transpositionality. After becoming conscious of the temporal object, the subject transposes what is understood and, uh, what is understood and translates it on the memory of the primary intention and the object. Each time this act takes place um, as a, a list of memory, act, memory of acts appear and it grows to the inventory of memorized objects. As subjects, as such, subjects are always quasi-objects. And understanding of the objects is possible because of this quality, rather than they are being fixed. In order to problematize further this inquiry, I adopted uh, the term of fuzzy logic from the work of Azeri-American computer scientist and logician Lofty Zadir, and developed for the understanding of non-essential existence of, of objects, which, which in itself provides a greater choice rather than restricting them to the fictional, non-existing origins, as they are fuzzy and not fixed. Why objects appear to us in this and not another way? And why uh, the access to objects is possible in this and not another way? Objects can be temporarily defined by the temporal effects of meaning in one context. However, in another context, this meaning will also change and shift into another temporal location. It is because objects are in a constant state of alterity, and therefore the world inhabited by them is the world of otherness. Any form given to the thought is fuzzy. This fuzziness, however, is a special temporal element of objects, and thus provides space and time, enabling an object to exist to a certain extent until it changes. The return inquiry enables moving back and forward within the space of the historical perspective of gather, uh, to gather those objects. Meaning can never be fully obtained because uh, there is no common beginning and instead there, is, there are many beginnings. Temporal objects inherit, inherit spatial temporality and because of this they are not directly available but it takes time to perceive them. This time is the time of perception, creates not pure understanding, but either over-understanding or not understanding enough. As a result, there is no understanding of the object, but mapping of the time of the perception of an object. It turns understanding itself into the fuzzy object, which also has no origin, and there is instead a history of the object, and it is indeterminacy that provides an infinite task of questioning. This makes Husserl's notion, uh, method of Rückfrage uh, as the only methodology synonymous with the notion of intentionality. As it is different from the objective as well as subjective approaches and directed towards the fuzzy objects of the world. In other words, if subjects perform an action, they perform it out of already existing schema or of origin, uh, but not of origin itself. In the notion of Rückfrage, the return inquiry already implicit that no return, to return means to renew, to intend a new beginning. So if there is something in the beginning, it is already plural. In Husserl's uh, uh, words, it, mathematics, is always a new universal significance which supersedes the experience of everyday life. 
the crisis in this view, not in sciences, but in the, the loss of the connection of the science uh, with the world, which is the missing dimension of the lost ob object. However, given the non-essential and hypothetical beginning of knowledge, the loss here uh, is the gain, enrichment of everyday life by new knowledge, which is at the same time, uh, which also at the same time helps to, to supersede, supersede an everyday experience while defamiliarizing its initial goal. The lost contact is reactivated in the function of objects. If even without having a precise idea of the so-called origin, knowledge is infinite and phenomenon doesn't, I have to, Loftizade uh, um, uh, explains uh, the fuzzy logic in a very interesting way. To speak of the fuzzy object means that an object is in a situation of being grasped and any object is grasped in time. The complex ones takes longer time, simpler objects take a shorter time to be grasped. He, uh, the, here arises a very interesting question. What constitutes the object uh, in the situation when they are replaced by inventories such as endless list? I argue that the question of the object is inseparable from the degree of understanding. Stereotypically, there is a view that science provides an objective point for understanding, whereas arts play the role of the subjective point of view. With the proliferation of objects and their multiple understanding, neither objectivity nor subjectivity can be an answer any longer. Instead, it derives misunderstanding uh, understanding of objects as they are fuzzy. Uh, um, Many things like programs. I also, um, this fuzziness of the situation provides the return to objects themselves. However, this return doesn't provide a direct access to them. The proliferation opens up a, uh, a non-linear trajectory of the return, which makes the direct access more problematic. This trajectory creates an access to what I call zones of meaning, which exist as a playground for the formulation, formation of meaning or meaningless. Objects are always fuzzy, and while understanding takes place in these zones of meaning where objects may or may not become meaningless, is not a question of subjectivity or, object, or objectivity, but constituted by the endless mutations of inventories. Um, the constitution of the subject in this sense demands the direct engagement with objects. This explains why temporal objects cannot be defined as completely true or completely false, but can range between their possibilities to be understood. Once objects are in the zone of meaning, they are becoming accessible. Because of this, their complexity may be understood according to the degree of their fuzziness. Universal concepts like beauty, good, or, uh, and truth may be fuzzy objects um, along dwelling in, the, in their meaningless strata until, be, until being understood in their configuration. Their fuzziness makes possible the direct engagement in this way. For example, the replacement of books for audiobooks and later for electronic books is the result of the time-space configuration, which is articulated by fuzziness of thought, which is, connect which is the content of the book form. It's also important to say that these objects don't destroy each other like Plato's destruction of the orality by writing, but stand in their, their difference to each other. Uh, and continues in a new state of fuzziness, which appear with newer objects. Treating phenomena as fuzzy objects also includes the collision of the theoretical 
and everyday life in order to liberate the broken link between them, instead of excluding one of them in order to seem perfect for a while and to disappear altogether after a short period of time. The gap between ideas and everyday life remains open. Understanding of a temporal object is an infinite task, as Husserl puts it in relation to philosophy in general, as, as an open horizon, not as a tradition to be defend, defended, but a question to be asked. Thank you.